Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning, my friends. Well, I would say delightful day here in Aarhus outside of Oslo. As I've uh, told you over these last couple of weeks, I've been preparing for this next chapter of my life. And now Michelle and I are in a kind of uh, holding pattern, just a little bit of a limbo before we try and cross over to Sweden to live there for about a year. And as I was uh, cuddling with Michelle this morning and thinking about what to address on this week's walking with the archetypes, it became really clear that I want to speak about the lover archetype. I think this is an archetype uh, that I've struggled the most with. I feel quite clear that many of my life's greatest challenges have come from my lacking capacity to surrender into being. And that's kind of weird for me to say because I've been spending so much time meditating, slowing down, doing countercultural things. And yet still, deep down, I find it hard to just embrace that I'm intrinsically whole and that I don't need to do anything to be loved, to be worthy, so on and so forth. So, um, just walking through a neighborhood this morning. <laughs> Recently, I've been getting so happy when I, when I see kids. So I think uh, that's a pretty clear sign that I'm starting to get ready for something. <laughs> we'll see. It's a little challenging to be in a conversation around uh, becoming a parent in a time like this, but uh, yeah, my heart swells with, with love when I think of it. Returning to the conversation, I found it uh, challenging to accept beingness as enough. And I know that this is very endemic in our culture. We live in a very schizophrenic culture that is hyper-masculine and hyper-feminized at the same time. We're hyper-masculine in the sense that we don't seem as a culture to have any grasp of intrinsic worthiness. Like unworthiness is a contagion in our culture that gets pretty much everyone. And I'm confident that you as a listener like every single one of you listening has struggled with feelings of unworthiness. It's the malady of our culture. 
and it is truly a symptom of this rejection of being. The only value, the only virtue that our culture has known is that of doing, of contributing, of, uh, of carrying your burden, so to speak, carrying your load, as Jordan Peterson would say. And this, of course, is more of a warrior-oriented perspective. And of course, if you've done any kind of reflection on Western culture, you would know that it's a culture that has largely been defined by the warrior king arc with uh, some guidance by the magician. But the lover um, has been with, with some time periods like parts of the Renaissance um, and some milieus, some, some communities, some subcultures. The, the lover archetype has been almost absent, of course. Hippie culture is a sort of immature expression of the lover. And uh, yeah, you see it all over, but, but for the most part, we haven't brought this lover archetype into the culture in a wholesome and mature way. And I think as, as I've been speaking about on previous two or three weeks ago, I was speaking to the challenges with this unhealthy mother archetype that is so present in our culture these days, the infantilizing feminine, the regressive infantilizing feminine, the devouring mother that doesn't want anyone to grow up. How is it that that can coexist in our culture at the same time? This is the schizophrenic part of our culture is that there is like a shadow patriarchy, you could call it, which is all about doing and being is, is not good. And then you have this devouring mother, the shadow feminine that feeds on being. She, she wants us to not do anything and to put us into some sort of passive inert state where she can feed on us. And you can see this uh, archetype played out a lot in uh, world governments in the time of COVID-19. The devouring mother archetype has really possessed the governments, feeding on us as citizens, making us be completely apathetic, training us to see the world as dangerous, and really making it seem like only waiting for somebody to come and save us will ensure our continued prosper prosperity and well-being. Of course, that's a complete sham. It's one of the greatest lies of our contemporary culture is that the government will come and save us. So these two are completely fucked up expressions of, the, of masculine and feminine principles. So I, I want to move beyond that shit because I'm so uninspired by it. And when I hear these conversations about patriarchy, I'm just like, oh God, can we get beyond this soon? And I also don't really want to have these conversations around matriarchy so much, even though matriarchy is equally as powerful in the culture today as patriarchy, and nobody is speaking about it. Nobody. Because uh, feminine power is, of course, very hidden. But, um, but 
I want to speak more into what's healthy. Healthy expressions of the lover, healthy expressions of intimacy. And to just, um, in a spirit of gratitude to the wonderful, uh, intimate relationship that I've been given by grace, by intention, as a result of struggles over decades being in this wonderful relationship that I am and using that as a template for exploring the lover archetype this this week. So I have this beautiful intimate relationship. My ex and relationships of my past have been well filled with blessings. There has been a struggle there for me. I haven't found it easy to make intimate relationships work. And strangely, I've been very attracted to women who seem, seemed powerful. Some of them were powerful. Some of them just seemed powerful. But what they all had in common was that they had a strong, outer layer of power and then an inner core of raw unmet vulnerability in some ways mirroring myself and so this has created all kinds of drama because I think that I'm being uh, I'm meeting one person and then the person is completely different I thought I was engaging with a person that was whole that was strong in themselves but then they're completely fragile that created so much drama in my life this lack of congruence and to the extent that these women experience the same thing with me i'm just like oh it's embarrassing the lack of congruency that i also have had in my intimate relationships it's been a piss take and with my ex, it was the, the worst drama that I've ever experienced in intimacy. Why is it that I was so attracted to the very thing that would cause misery in my life? Have you noticed that, brother? How you again and again and again are attracted to women. Hopefully you're in a stable relationship by now, but maybe you're not. And maybe you find yourself being attracted to women or men if you're gay. Uh, or even if you're a woman, maybe you can just flip, flip the polarities here. That you keep being attracted to partners that cause you pain. What I have noticed with my brothers who have been, or who are in the most functional intimate relationships that I know, what do they have in common? pretty much every single man that I've spoken to about this has a history of being just stripped to pieces, shredded by one particularly nuts woman. Talking about heteros here, of course, same principle if you're gay, like you're, that, that the, the encounter with the flawed desires of our wounded ego becomes so violently painful 
that we need to shift around. Now that is what happened for me in order to meet my partner, Michelle. I needed to be so humbled by the idiotic patterns that I had in intimacy that I was willing and able to embrace something that was actually good for me. And so every day now, I enjoy ease in my relationship, just free expressions of love both ways, tremendous joy in spending time with each other, tremendous ease in taking time apart, and just an ongoing flowing river of love flowing back and forth between us. She's got her issues, I've got my issues, we've got our issues, but all in all, my intimate relationship is a place of profound stability in my life. And as a result, these wounds around worthiness and beingness, those patterns are starting to gradually, bit by bit, to dissolve. So this week, I will speak more into what I'm learning about intimacy. I will be speaking more into how to, how to be in a healthy relationship as a man with a woman. I'm no expert in this regard, but I'm getting fucking better by the day. And I'm looking forward to this, because with this week, I will be starting to transition a conversation from a place of diagnosing problems, challenges, and rather speak about what is working and what is beautiful about it. Um, I'm inspired by that, and I look forward to diving in more into this conversation with you, my brother, and have yourself a beautiful day as I'm coming back here, walking between the piles of melting snow, ready to start my day. Beautiful. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.